Today's episode is sponsored by Hypnosil. Are you having nightmares constantly? Do you eagerly wish that you can get rid of that dream demon that's been haunting your sleep? Do you just want to get rid of dreams altogether? Then Hypnosil is for you. Hypnosil will rid your dreams for good, but don't overdo it because possible side effects include addiction, hallucinations, high blood pressure, and stroke or death. That pesky dream demon won't bother you anymore when you're on Hypnosil. Welcome back. I'm so excited for the uh, the new episode of Cineversal Nerds. I'm Brian. I'm Jesse. I'm Alon. Welcome back, Alon. I I just have to say these are new mics. We got new mics. Give them a little testy testicles. I feel. I I, well, I feel professional. (laughs) We just need the headsets though. Right. Yeah. But we're pretty close. That's, we that's can next. hear each other yeah. pretty that's nicely. Next. What does the headsets do? I think it's like so you can hear each other Better. in it. I'm not quite and sure. Yeah, honestly. Not, yeah, like, I see some people wear them. Out. I don't know if they just wear them for like aesthetic reasons. Yeah. It's you also know? to drown out uh, background noise. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. It would have made our nature episode a little better. Right. But <laughs> the mic still will pick up on that stuff. Just maybe to you? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't, I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe to not be distracted by yeah. the background. Yeah. If anyone knows, let us know. But I don't know. Right. No idea. But we're here. And this is new. And we're coming a little late with this episode. Because um, this is still a October episode. A horror-esque episode. Uh, and we will be covering the horror films of the company A24. But of course, before that, what did everybody watch last Mm, so much oh my gosh so much okay because of the delay it added more yes so. well only two more because i'm not going to include all my cheesy christmas movies i've been watching yeah, we'll save that for the christmas that episode I, i'm gonna say that aren't hitting the right way this year as they did last year because it's sad. not december yet no that's not it there's no snow it feels just, like it feels like it's 80 it's like i'm watching the same movie over and over again and i don't know why i'm just it's a little over Getting it. older. But I'm still watching them. I okay. still record. Okay, anyway. Okay. On to... Um, but we did our 31 Days of Horror. We all did our 31 Days of Horror. Yes. Right? Yeah, and I tried to watch a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that I have not seen before. Same. I kept um, my promise. I, I watched... Yeah, I'm very proud of you, seen. actually. I'm pretty proud of me, too. But, when I'm, uh, but a lot of them were shows. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them were like the first episode of a show I've never seen. That's and I still. haven't gone back to it Oh, okay. Since. Well, okay. Well, that... <laughs> We'll, we'll touch well, back I on that it to later. Be something but... different every day. Yeah, I got that. Okay, so I will quickly yeah. go through my list. Um, so I watched No One Will Save You, mm-hmm. which is that That's new... a huge Hulu um, movie everybody's talking about, yeah. the alien one. Yes, which I actually really enjoyed it. The ending, a little strange, but I still enjoyed it and I'd probably watch it again. Um, what I liked about it is that. You actually saw the aliens the whole time. You, they weren't just like in the shadows and you kind of saw them at the end, you know, or like little bits and pieces. Like you actually saw them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. It's not giving too much away. I hope not. But anyway. So the opposite of signs. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, Did you then, watch this one, Alan? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. And then I watched Totally Killer, totally, which I know I that you that have well. watched yeah. this too. Um, I actually loved it. I thought it was... Total cheesy eighties. I loved it, but is that the one where she goes back and back the in 80s yeah to and save tries to stop it, the, her mom's it, friends reminds me getting murdered? Yeah, that came out called the Final Girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah totally. Like that, but it was just a, 
slight difference. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting sucked into the movie. She's actually yeah. like, because her friend is, is like really... trying to invent the time machine yeah, based on her mom. Yeah, this more sci-fi. Yeah. The other one is. But just... I still enjoyed it for what it was and yeah. I'd probably definitely watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, Dig the Killer's Mask. Yeah. So looking. I binge watched Chucky. That um, was I, another one yep, I started on one of my I days. I didn't finish the third season or didn't even start the third season. It's pretty good, Alan, if you... Um, Want to check the it show? out sometime? Oh, yeah. so cheesy! So oh, yeah. cheesy! But it's expected. It's Chucky. But yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's Good. just content on being. How a doll far have you now. gotten? I don't know, like four episodes. Okay, now he's mind. he's content on being a doll now. It's no more really. Well, at least where I'm at, he's like not really concerned about taking the soul, like transferring his soul to another body. So he's just mm-hmm. kind of living it as a yeah. doll. So I dig that. Okay, and then um, I watched the new Boogeyman. I watched that as well. It was okay. Yeah. It just, it's going to get, like, years from now, it's just going to be thrown into that mix of all those movies about an entity that only kids can see and the light yeah. hurts it. <laughs> like, it's just, it feels like one of those, but it's better than the early 2000s Boogeyman movie. Oh, come I'll say on. that. Ugh, that. Mm. It was great until you saw the Boogeyman in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was getting like, um, it's like the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> Yeah, this movie, like, I watched the trailer, and I was kind of like, you know, this movie doesn't really look that good. And then I watched it, and it really wasn't that Mm. great. I mean... It's not a waste of time. It's worth the watch. Oh, for sure. I mean, there are some jump moments, especially if you get into it. It's very dark. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, yeah, it is very, like, unless you're in a really dark room, you're going to have a hard time Don't see this at the drive-in, folks. Yeah, Don't see anything. (laughs) Um, And then I watched We Have a Ghost... Didn't watch that one. I thought it was delightful. I liked it, actually. A little sad, but funny, too. Um, that was on Netflix? Yes. Okay. It has... David uh, Harbour? Yes. And, uh, from Stranger Things. Jennifer Coolidge, right? Syphilis. Oh, no. Um, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> I was no. thinking of um, Jennifer Tilly for a second because I was thinking <laughs> of Chucky, thinking Chucky. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. No, it's... Ch-. And then, yes, Jennifer Coolidge. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... And then um, your favorite person, too, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's the next And he actually sucks. I hate him in this movie. So. <laughs> Alan's like, I told yeah. you. <laughs> he's kind of a terrible dad. I'm like, I'm telling you I'm like Han Solo when Princess Leia went, I love you. He goes, I know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I already know. Yeah. So... I figured. Welcome to the party. You probably won't watch this now, but um, <laughs> um, I also watched The Pope's Exorcist. That was on my list, but I didn't get a chance. I to. actually enjoyed it. Yes. I thought Russell like Crowe yeah, did well. really good. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was it super scary. I haven't heard too much on it because it's just Not another really. Exorcist movie that's getting mixed right. into all the other Exorcists. Right. Movies. But I I still enjoyed it for what it was, and I'd probably watch it again. It um, almost reminded me of that movie, um, The Right. With Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Okay. I don't really remember them. I know I've yeah. seen that. I like, think, it wasn't a I bunch of jump scares, but like when they so. did yeah. scary shit, I was like, oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, And I watched The Meg 2 finally with Sam. I saw that. It was great. So good. Yeah. So cheesy. So terrible, but but so oh my great. gosh, I loved it. I was laughing the whole time. Um, and then I watched Day Shift with Jamie Foxx mm. and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I actually really liked this movie a lot, actually. And I'd probably watch it again. 
Uh, the ruins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you read the book. Yeah, uh, I read the li- book, and that's to the book. yes, yeah. and that's why I uh, watched this. Um, Should have watched the movie first, like I do. <laughs> I know. Well, I did. I've seen it before, oh, but it's oh, been a long time, gotcha. so I kind of like forgot. So I was like, you know, in a spooky season. So I was like, you know, I need a spooky book. This one's short; it's like six hour book. One of the worst ways to die. I'll tell you that. So, yeah. Yeah. Which one is the ruins again? Um, the, they the, get like the, trapped in the the uh, Mayan like the ruins yeah. in yeah, Mexico, and like and people surround them won't let them leave. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Okay, that shit yeah. almost made me throw up. It, 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 <laughs> it, it, it is creepy. Yeah, stuff, yeah. Ugh. yeah, yeah. The book is it's good stuff. Yeah. Um, the movie, you know, obviously gets to the point. The book kind of goes around it. It has a lot more details, but uh, yeah, right, yeah, but. Just the thought of like being trapped somewhere and not being able to leave, like they'll kill you if you leave, like that mm-hmm. is freaky to mm-hmm. me. You're 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 damned if you do and damned if yeah. you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the Wrath of Becky. Oh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch. Great, that one. I loved sequel. it, but I I thought With the Stifler. first Becky was great. This one's you know obviously more over the top, but mm-hmm. it, it it's Has still <laughs> it's still you know fun to watch. Um. And then Goosebumps, like you said. Yep, I watched that. Uh, yeah. I haven't made it. I've only watched the, the first four that were released. I think I watched uh, the f- six. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched any after that because then, you know, um, Spooky Season was kind of over. Fair. And yeah, uh, I'll still probably finish it. At least Me too. in January. Me too. And I like how they do it. Like, I, I am not a huge fanatic of the 90s series. See, I, I was. I, and that's cool. No judgment. Yeah. Uh, it's nostalgic it, to it me. Is. It's like Are You Afraid of the Dark for me. And, yeah. Uh, it's... Did you ever watch that Nickelodeon that, when they brought that back? No. They did two seasons. I watched I the first one. It wasn't terrible. But, know. you know, it I is for really... kids, though, you know. And that's this not, one, that's I feel like, is more for teens. It. I just kinda... it just didn't interest me anymore, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> but the new Goosebumps is cool. I like how they... It's like one huge story, and each episode is a different book that they tie into it with mm-hmm. the main characters. So I do enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, just a few more, I promise. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Uh, and then I finally watched Five Nights at Freddy's. at Freddy's. I've never played any of the games or books or lore or nothing, so I have nothing to base it on except I enjoyed Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> um, I will say I like Willy's Wonderland better. You know why? Because oh, of Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. <laughs> well, not just that. Reason. Just this movie was kind of like... But it brought back Matthew Lillard, Lillard I hear. Yeah, he, but he I, did an interview the whole recently. time I was just kind of like, when is shit going to happen? When are they actually well, going to show kids. some stuff? It is for kids because the games aren't really violent, really. Not really. <laughs> it's just people are afraid of My nephew wanted to see this, but I don't think he could watch this. It's PG-13. This. Right, but, but I don't think he could watch this. I don't know, but... Matthew Lillard did an interview. He thought his career was over until he got Five Nights at Freddy's, and then I got a lot of money, so he... Thinks he's back on. So yeah, I don't know why he would think his career is over. He just did that show. Uh, was it Good Girls? I don't even know. The, the... That's where his career is. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but but yeah, um, I don't. I would watch a sequel, but I don't think I'd watch this again. It it didn't look that. I, I no, don't know. it's there. It was a little I didn't watch it, but I read something today that they were talking about like if they wanted to make like two or three more sequels to that 
like it's probably gonna get greenlit yeah well matthew lillard already signed on to three movies but they didn't say that they were specifically five nights at freddy's they were just he signed on to three movies at that studio so Mm. but is that a24 no uh shut no not shutter uh i don't know I can't remember. I literally just saw an article about it, but I can't remember what studio it was. But um, and then uh, Josh and I just started Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. That show is so great. I loved it. I've been putting it off because I'm not like a huge sports person, as we know. From our sports episode, no, I know. Surprise, surprise. Oh my god! But um, but this show is just so delightful and so good that I I just love it. I love it so much. So that's that's cool. Yeah, and that's the one that's on what Apple TV. Yes. Yeah, we we finished um two seasons. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Sudeikis. I finished two seasons, so we haven't started the third season yet. But and it's the last season. There's only three seasons. That's weird to me when shows stop after like three seasons. Right. And I mean, like voluntarily stop. And, and I don't Not know. Get canceled. Is it? I don't know if it was voluntarily canceled or I don't know. It was pretty popular. So right. I don't so think, like, I don't think it's, it's a like You got the money. Right. I don't yeah. know what yeah. your reason Maybe they didn't have any more stories. They have like a weird knows? variety of stuff on Apple TV. I don't know if yeah. you've ever went on there and looked, but it's a what lot of weird stuff. That... And on the opposite end, it's interesting how certain shows can last so long <laughs> yes big facts yeah mm. that is true <laughs> except for the simpsons that was always was yeah that, that, except the simpsons. that will always baffle me so <laughs> all right that's about it um well yep and we have both watched a bunch of a24 horror on this mm-hmm. list which we didn't mention but i'm not going to mention everything i watched because a lot of it you did i'm just going to quickly go through winnie the pooh blood and honey it's exactly what you would expect out of it yeah and it's entertaining <laughs> it's not, it looked it's entertaining <laughs> it's terrible I just but didn't it's get entertaining to it. some good gore there's some funny looking masks very cheap but i dig it saw x i saw that in theaters I'm a big fan of the Saw series, so I enjoyed uh, this entry. And for those that haven't seen it and don't are confused by the timeline, seeing Jigsaw's character in there since he died at the end of the third one. Yes, I'm going to say that. Spoiler alert. It came out like 10, 15 years ago. This takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Okay. You get more on Jigsaw himself, why he does it, the ways he does it, just everything. But it's still, of course, the traps are very gory. Probably not as gory as some of the other entries, but it felt more balanced this time. There was okay. more character and the gore and uh, story. It was better balanced. Is it still the same dude come back? Yeah. yeah. Still Tobin Bell. And it's, you know, crazy. He's been in, been acting for like ever. He's in over a hundred different things if you look up his filmography, but he'll always be remembered as Jigsaw. And this is a prequel, right? Like a... Yeah, it takes place between Saw 1 and 2. Okay, did you say that? I'm yeah, sorry. I did say okay. that. Okay, sorry, sorry. That's sorry. okay. Yeah. I just said it again. <laughs> okay. Appreciate I did it. watch another prequel, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. This oh, one is okay. really only people that are interested. Like, is it a prequel to the original? I mean, yes, the story is, but I don't think like the production or because none of the character, none of the actors are in or the remake. Like it is a prequel to both the remake and the original because it's the story. If people remember in the movie or the book, when Judd talks to Lewis about the first the one 
because Lewis asked, you know, has anybody ever buried a person in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tells the story of Timmy Baderman coming back from the war and his father put him up there and he came back. So that spooky story is told in this movie. That's the whole movie is that. Oh, okay. Tim, is that Timmy mentioned Baderman. in the book at all? I've, yes. I've never read the book. Okay. I'm actually listening to the audio book right now. I'm about... It, it was like a 15-hour book and I'm like... I got like six hours left. Because okay. I only listen to it when I'm driving. So that's yeah. why it's taking so long. Oh, yeah. we. I think we talked but about this because you can't listen to your headphones We did talk work. about yeah. it. But it, it's not online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that true. conversation. Yeah. So now here it is. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm really enjoying it and I can see like why the movies feel rushed because there's so many more characters in this book that are not even mentioned in the movie. Yeah. So many different things happening. Well, the book is the, how long? Well, you said 15 hour. It's like a 16 hour audio read. That's, a, that's actually short for a Stephen King, I'm assuming. First. It's definitely shorter than it yeah. for sure. But this one's read by Michael C. Hall. Dexter. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He does all the okay. voices. Cool, cool, cool. It's yeah. fun when he does the Judd voice and calls it, you gotta watch out for that road, Lewis. <laughs> all right. Hilarious. If I need a, another <laughs> horror book, then I will. More details, like, because, you know, the old pet cemetery always scared me because of the sister Zelda. And in the book, there's a lot more details about that character. Oh, you have nightmares. Uh, Well, not really, because I'm still laughing at Michael C. Hall's voices that he's doing for this. He's even playing, like, Ellie, the the daughter, like, hey, daddy. Like, he's Uh, actually doing it like this. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, it's okay. It's only really if you're interested in that story, and it's just young Judd and young Norma. Is it a movie or it is a show? movie. Oh, okay. It's on Paramount. It went straight to Paramount+. Oh, okay. Plus. I saw it. I just, I mean, I saw it on there. I didn't see it. You synced it. I synced it you with synced my own it. eyes. <laughs> also watched Cobweb. Um, oh, yeah. I totally forgot. Yes, I watched that, that too. Yes, it was I okay. did. It was okay. Got a I lot mean, of, that thing is creepy. Yeah. Got a lot of uh, press because of the, I forget his name already, but he plays Homelander in The Boys. He's the father. Um, and Lizzie Kaplan is the mom. Yeah. Oh, and he's the same. I was like hoping. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get a good role. He's going to be a good dad. He's still Billy from Without a Paddle to me. But, no. Um, See, I forget. <laughs> well, he was, I knew. he was really not really in it. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> Uh, a couple other, like, some shows, like the Goosebumps and the Chucky. Also watched the first episode of the Mayfair Witches. Um, it was okay. I don't know anything about it. I just know it's Anne Rice. It's, like, hard to get a feel of a show from the first episode. You know, you you have to watch two or three to get a feel of the series. But I was adamant on watching something new every night, so that was, that was one of them. Maybe I'll, I'll get to the rest of it some other day. But a lot of the days I I watched a lot of 824, so... Right. I'm thinking of doing that for December. I was just talking about it with Alan. Maybe I'll watch 31 days of Christmas or 25 days of Christmas or December. All things I've never seen before. Okay. Because I already know one. Never saw Violent Night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've Heard seen great that. things. So yep. That'll be on the list. I loved it. Um, yeah, there's a couple new things coming out. There's mm-hmm. that. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful knife. knife. Yep. Yeah. That sounds like a great <laughs> title. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, knife. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought you car. said knight. And I was like... No. Oh, no, yeah. no. You're like, that ain't oh, right. Like, what? <laughs> what, what makes that different? Yeah. And as far as non-spooky things that I just recently watched, I finished the season two of Loki, which was fantastic. I'm not going to go into spoilers. Uh, I did go see The Marvels. 
uh, the new Marvel film. And you know what? Despite people's criticisms with it, I had a good time. It was a fun movie. I, I mean, I it. thought it looked great. It was great. funny. Like, if you watched Miss Marvel and you liked her show and you like how I she... I heard she's great. She's, she's the star of the show. She is the star of the movie, yeah. for sure. And she gets to meet her idol, Captain Marvel, and it's just fangirling all yeah. over her. And it was done well. It was funny. Yeah. The villain, one-off, not really memorable. and But that's a typical Marvel thing. Yeah. But... No, it's good. And there's a, the mid-cred scene at the end. Nothing at the very end. So if you oh, do okay. go see it, you don't have to wait for the whole thing. Uh, but the mid-credit scene is pretty exciting. So. Okay. Awesome. And I watched Expendables 4. Yeah. There was a fourth one. And it went to theaters. Yeah. Okay. We still get Statham. We still <laughs> I get Stallone. no idea. I was yeah. like, what? Uh, I don't even think I've seen the third one. We get some newbies one. in there. Like every movie, they bring in some new uh, people. We get 50 Cent in this one, Andy Garcia, and Megan Fox. Okay. The heavy hitters. I... It's entertaining. Everybody did great. I was disappointed in the actual movies. Probably the weakest of the four movies, in my opinion. And you can tell Stallone is just trying to get out of this franchise. Like, it's great he brought all these guys together and doing these action movies. But, like, when you're watching the movie, Megan Fox is in the movie more than Stallone is. You can tell he's just cutting his scenes and kind of pushing Statham as being the new lead. Yeah. Because he is definitely the lead character in this. Okay. Worth the watch, though, if you like the other ones. Yeah. I'd have to rewatch them all. Mm. Um, I forget, like, a lot, but... They're just predictable. But I, I really liked with... the first one. Yeah. I remember that. Two is my favorite, I think. I don't remember the second one, with but Van I know Damme. I've seen Van it. Van Damme was the villain, and his name is Villan. Spelled <laughs> villain, which is hilarious. That's funny. <laughs> Third one had Mel Gibson. Okay. Um, and that's about it. Alan? Um... As far as horror stuff, I did finally watch Talk to Me. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a twenty-four. So we were gonna get to that. Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, this is actually this other thing, and I forgot about it because I'm I'm so bad at putting down what recently watched when I mm-hmm. watch stuff. Letterboxed. <laughs> I tried, so that, it's fantastic. that app overwhelmed me and I was like, yeah, I'm out. I, I got confused. I, I was like, I don't know. I'll show you how to I'm do out. I'm like, out. Like, it's easy. I was like, it, I don't, I don't it, like It's that. just too much. It's, and yeah, I, I know it's easy. That's not the point. The yeah. point is that there's just so much stuff. And like to go through and like, um, no, I just, I just, for me, when I make a list, I watch something, I go to search, I type it in and then I scroll down and it says add to list. Boom. Done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> Still get a little overwhelmed, but right. that's okay. Not I even downloaded it and then I deleted it right no, away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame. Down you. Sorry, Brian. I tried. But <laughs> you didn't try hard because that's was... a really easy thing to do. <laughs> I can I can have lists on IMDb. Yeah, right. so. Recently watched. Just add them on there. Boom. See? Expendable yeah, 4. Right there. And then you got to go through all that. And then oh, just... forgot about another recently watched. The Nun 2. I watched that one. Ugh. Oh, same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was boring? Okay. No. It was okay. really it's, boring. We loved it. It didn't we have that it. same. Oh, yeah, it, like, uh, <laughs> it didn't have that same atmosphere as I the will first watch one. Like it, the first just... one's kind of cheesy, but I I like the atmosphere because in the first one because it felt like a, it felt like an on the nose Halloween atmosphere with I mean complete with fake fog and like creepy gothic uh, architecture and stuff. So it felt like a haunted house attraction type tone. Mm-hmm. This one felt more straightforward, like 
modern, mm-hmm. even though it took place in the past. Um, there's a couple jumps in it for sure. There's a couple jumps. Mm-hmm. I'd say okay. it's just on par with the first one, to be honest. It's watchable. I thought it was great. <laughs> Please talk about it. I'll no, watch interrupting it. Your, well, no, your she, yeah. she hasn't so seen ahead. it. So, no, yeah. I thought it was good. I no, thought, that's okay. You can and, talk about you know, it. I enjoyed the first one and I even got yeah, real to watch the second because she was just like, did you know there's a nun too? And I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's supposed to be coming out on Max and she was like, we should watch it. And I was like, yeah, I planned on it. But thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, speaking of, actually, now that you bring her up, um, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Oh, for getting her into the horror. No. No. You are a married man now. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All listeners out there, give yes. a special. Mm-hmm. I am legally owned. Thanks yeah. to many <laughs> another person at home. Mm-hmm. Legally bound by finger, mm-hmm. <laughs> finger ring, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dotted lines, and all that. That's mm-hmm. still so exciting. Though. I'm so happy stuff. for you. Yeah. We did. You sign stuff. She got a new driver's license. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Got the new last name. And I was got like, a new social security card. Was, yeah, mm-hmm. she did yeah. it like the other day. She was like, babe, they came She's in. And I was like, uh, you really can't. He's got the his and hers yeah. towels. Because right. if you do, <laughs> I will find. You. <laughs> You're right. The, 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 the mail store can be like, we, you was just in here six months ago. What is the games you playing? <laughs> well, by the sounds of it, she's there for good. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you really stuck with this now. So. <laughs> oh, with that. so funny. But yeah, but no, congratulations. congratulations. We're very happy well, for well, you. Thank you. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, yeah, none two we did watch. I forgot to put that down. And, um, there's a Hulu original called um, Fright Crew. It's animated and it deals with this group oh, of kids. It yeah. just came out like in that spooky looks really season. Cute. It's really good. It's like okay. nine or ten episodes. Okay. And even she got into it because she was just like, "What'd you watch?" Yeah. <laughs> she was like, "What's this watch cartoon? cartoons?" Yeah, and I was just like, <laughs> "I'm like nothing wrong with cartoons." Yeah. So, you don't get to question me no more. Sit kidding. down. <laughs> right. Fetch me my slippers. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But it was really good, though. So awesome. I hope there's a second season. Okay. Um, not because it ended on like a cliffhanger or anything, but I, th- I thought it was really well done and put together. So it, it was almost like Stranger Things vibes, but not okay like the unity was like stranger things where it was like you know they're they're misfits and yeah you know, they kind of come together for a reason and and it it plays out over the nine or ten episodes okay yeah look is it is it tvma or is it pg-13 i'm not sure okay i just know it's a hulu original so okay. I, I mean there's scary stuff in it but there yes, wasn't there nothing be. where it was like <laughs> Yeah, I a think I've seen a trailer for it, and it looked, yeah, it, it looked, good. yeah, it looked it was good. good. It was good. It was good. Okay, cool. Um, it's good. <laughs> and then uh, speaking of Sly, so that's just with Expendables Four, which I have not seen yet, but I did watch his show on Paramount Plus, Tulsa King. Oh, okay, because I did the free it, trial for like, it. yeah, you need to get the free trial, and I was like, yeah. that's all it's gonna be, because yeah. <laughs> I see what y'all are trying to charge, and yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I Paramount and Showtime mix. But um, that was a good ass show. I really hope that show at least gets three seasons. Okay, is it two then? Hmm? Is it two seasons now? No, it's just one. It just came out. Like, oh, the okay. first season just debuted. Oh, okay. So, and I thought he, I thought he really crushed the role. 
It's not the typical sly role that you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, the storyline you've seen in movies and shows before, but what you know, it's still you, you've seen everything <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, but I thought he really he he just he he did a good job. Like the, the avenue that this character is supposed to be in, I was like, oh, okay. All yeah, right, all right, old man yeah. slot <laughs> with the yeah. salt and pepper hair and yeah. the, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really do the aos. He's not like Rocky. Like if you go into a thing like, oh, he's just, is this Rocky? And it's like, no, nah, yeah. he, he's, he's really not. He's, like, <laughs> he's not doing all that. He, he's not doing all that. Okay, but it's worth the watch. So hopefully they get another season. Yeah, and I then, think it's um, on my list, but I just started before I came over to uh, Brian so we can record um, his documentary on Netflix called Sly. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, okay. like, damn. I didn't know that was your upbringing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes you feel for him because like, yeah. you see the things he goes through up until the point of Rocky mm-hmm. and how he got made. I was like, fuck. Why would anybody want to be in Hollywood? Oh, wow. It just, I mean, like, I guess the rewards are great, but it's like, if you don't get the rewards, it's like, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know um, he had a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Did it just, just came come out? out. Okay, past few weeks. Uh, okay, on Netflix. Yeah, hmm. I'll have to add that to me. And list. I think Netflix is smart because, like a month ago, Schwarzenegger had his documentary come out. And mm-hmm. in the eighties and early nineties, they were always in competition with uh, each okay. other. And I was like, okay, Netflix, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You see. There's there's a lot of documentaries that I need to add on my list, like yeah. the Michael J. Fox one. Um, I still haven't watched the Val Kilmer one. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. Day twenty four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. And then um, the last movie, the newest movie I watched was Old Dads. Um, Bill Burr's film oh, right, that just right. came out on Netflix. Okay, which, I was like, right. I just watched Old Dogs. <laughs> why? <laughs> I know why. But. Well, I was like, uh, because. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Old Dogs. I was like, oh, oh I just watched Old yeah. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same film, but they're human yeah. versions. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, was, it was really good. And I thought for his directorial debut... And that he produced and who wrote did it. Bill, Bill Burr? Burr. Oh, okay. Comic. We like Bill Burr. Oh, yes. okay. I know what you're talking about now. I, okay. And if you're if you're a fan of Bill Burr, I do. I love a him. lot of the stuff in the movie. You've heard him talk about on his podcast, mm-hmm. and now which it's just like now podcast. it's just like oh, it's just on screen. Yeah. Which I'm like, because I was watching, I was like, oh, that's that mm-hmm. was in 2014 when he was talking about. So it was it was really fun to see. Uh, okay. And uh, it's not a long movie. I think it's like an hour twenty. So okay, so it was good. super short. It was good. It's fun. Well, was, super short nowadays. I was happy. Yeah. yeah, I was happy for him. I was okay. I was like, okay, cool. All right, Bill. Look at you. Yeah, <laughs> I sixty. I did watch the trailer for that, and I totally forgot about that until mm-hmm. you said Bill Burr, and then I was like, okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, but that's all I got. I Quick side note: Fright Crew. Uh, it's created by Eli Roth, but it's made by DreamWorks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so it's probably PG. That explains PG. Things. Both, because it's created yeah. by the guy who made Hostel. <laughs> right. I think probably PG-13. Because there but is some works, stuff in there. Yeah. There is some stuff in there. Which yeah. is like, well, oh, it's okay. probably not just PG. Yeah. yeah. But it's worth it. It's fun. probably not higher than that. Okay. I'd still watch it for sure, though. And because you brought up Netflix, I forgot about another recently watched 
And that was Pete Holmes' new stand-up, I Am Not For Everyone. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. So funny. I don't watch you, a lot of stand-up. If you like Pete Holmes, it's worth the watch. It's one of the funniest ones he's ever done. Okay. I recommend it. All right. So, A24. I'm a fan of this company, uh, whether it be horror or everything else that they do. I actually had a, a buddy ask me what my top five A24 were. It took me a minute, but I do have a top five. Maybe I'll say it at the end. A uh, little history about A24. I see you guys rolling your eyes, but I'm doing it anyways. Some people <laughs> do want the direction. information. Well, you I just remember. grew me in today. Well, He's yeah. like, I see no, you guys. I remember I the last recording. He didn't um, roll my eyes. Maybe they were glazed over a little, but I didn't roll them. <laughs> they don't like my trivia. Maybe just but some of our li- my listeners, my some of my listeners <laughs> may want to know this stuff. And if not, you can hit that 15 seconds ahead on your on your iPhone. Well, A24. It was founded... Or in- Android. Right. Everybody's included. <laughs> or off-brand, whatever you use. Track or just phone. use your yeah. mouse and take the little arrow Pre-paid. and scroll across Nextel. off the CineversalNerds.com website or however you're listening God, to this episode. Do you remember episode. when... I'm sorry. Do you remember the Nextel? <laughs> they really like- don't want me to say trivia. <laughs> changing subjects and like do i remember what Dude, nextel was so cool when i the was chirping, like the yeah, well, yeah and the the being able to talk like walkie talkie to yeah, another nextel yeah. oh is that what it is okay <laughs> i had no idea i never had one so but my friends did so and they were like indestructible too yeah they had, they had yeah. Casing. yeah my dad had one at work and that i would text from sometimes off his work mm-hmm. phone and mm-hmm. do the the instant messaging through the yeah Nextel, and yeah, that was so cool. It was cool back in the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids nowadays don't even oh, know. They don't, know. <laughs> they don't even know. They'd be like, what's a two-way? I'm like, yeah. can you get apps on there? I'm like, no. I'm like, go to your room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go outside. Okay, anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, sorry, okay. I really it am sorry. It is funny. I know. Just Well, A24. Okay. So yep. founded in history. Is founded in 2012 dun, 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 by Daniel Katz, David Fenkel, and John Hodges. The name was inspired by Fankel. the Fenkel. Fenkel. <laughs> Ray Fenkel. Fenkel. Yes. Well, that was Fenkel. This is Fenkel. Yeah. This is with an E. Well, two whatever. E's, actually. Say, close it's enough. Close enough. Yes. <laughs> Einhorn is Fenkel. Yeah. Uh, the name was inspired by the Italian A24 motorway that Daniel Katz was driving on when he decided to found the company. The headquarters is located here in the States in Manhattan. Uh, the company was started to share movies from a distinctive point of view. A lot of the films have plot structures that are familiar, but shown and told differently. Its filmmakers uh, gravitate towards stories that makes them so enticing to most. It's, uh, it involves uh, originality, uh, deep honesty often without regard for mainstream trends. Uh, their dedication to producing personal, strange, and introspective films that set trends rather than adhering to them. The first film under produ- under that production company was released was uh, a movie called A Glimpse in the Mind of Charles Swan III in 2013, which starred Charles Charlie Sheen and Bill Murray. So... That was a little trivia. Now I'm done. Now we can get on to the horror movies. <laughs> and we're back. I'm and just we're back. Wake up. I'm, we're back. Wake uh, up. I, the order I put these in, up. and these are some of these are not really considered horror, but we looked up different lists online, and some people put these in there. So we just did yeah. seven, include. So some of these may not be horror, but they're right. on 
people's list. That's why I sent you my screenshots because yeah. the IMDb one didn't have them and all. Then and then I watched some of them like, and I'm like, wait, but they're still not really. Right, like, yeah. Like, I watched a ghost it's, story. Yeah, it's opinionated. So, yeah. And that is not on this list. Yeah. So, I, I put them on from when they were released. Uh, so, in 2014, we got Jonathan Glazer's Under the Skin, which stars Scarlett Johansson. It's about a mysterious young woman who seduces now lonely I'm men in the evening hours of Scotland. However, <laughs> events lead her to begin a process of self-discovery. We all watch this one, correct? Yes. yes we Alan, Alan what, what are your thoughts on Under the Skin? Well, thank you for asking. Of course. Because I just recently watched it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she, and Scarlett Johansson did this while she was big in the MCU with the Avenger movies and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. My apologies for listeners because here's the thing. <laughs> we recorded this episode that doesn't d- does not exist. Mm-hmm. It exists. And after on we yeah. finish recording, uh, I have the unedited. Hit version. the new mics because yes. um we had some audio difficulties a couple episodes uh, now. So we're just playing uh, repeat right now. Yeah, and so, one we just totally trashed. So. I deleted my A24 notes <laughs> yeah. out of my phone when we finished recording. Now you're going yeah. off memory. So now so. I'm just I'm like That's yeah, okay. I, yeah, I forgive it was, you. It was, it was it's cool. okay. It's yeah. all right. Now it feels more natural. <laughs> like you're improving. I don't everything. think I've deleted any notes from any episode. I probably have them all. <laughs> you both have laptops. <laughs> no, no, it's on my phone. Oh, okay. My phone knows. Well, it syncs, but Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, but. that's still cheating. <laughs> but still, like if I delete them, they delete on both. I'm so. getting yeah. older. I need to be reminded. Or else I'll forget. Yeah, yeah, same with my recent watch. If I do not write it down as I'm watching it, I will forget I'm that I watched way. it. So, hmm? but I'm also the same person. With, like I don't like a lot of clutter in my phone. So if it's notes that I don't need, I'm just like, see, I don't, that's oh, why yeah. fellow listeners out there, I have letterboxed. Like, that was eight months ago. Why do I need this? Oh, see, so. I have probably texts. Like, I never delete my text messages with Josh or anybody. So, like, well, I, I probably, mean, non. Yeah, but like, I go yes. through and delete like old stuff for that's text what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I do do text that. Message. Once, I'm yeah. like, this. you don't want clutter in yeah. your phone. See, but I'm not why. like an email deleter either. Like, I know a lot of people like delete emails after they read them. I don't do that. How is my inbox not full yet? I don't know, but I don't do that. So you say you mm-hmm. want less clutter in your phone well you know recently watched reviews notes one convenient location letterboxd anyways let it let it go okay i will never let it go i enjoyed it It was weird yeah it was weird it was apparently it took 10 years to make (laughs) probably with uh licensing and things because they didn't shoot it here Mm. and didn't she like not tell people like those are weren't paid actors that she was asking that was the director that wasn't her uh the director yeah so the men that she lured into the van were not actors uh the director had hidden cameras installed in the van only told him afterwards to get those authentic reactions that is a crazy approach as a director. Mm-hmm. When you that's don't a have big, a lot of money on a budget, but that's a big risk. I mean, if yeah, none but of them you... signed off and said yes, yeah, you, but they what are you left with? They had pretty good odds with Scarlett Johansson driving the van. So, but they also shot somewhere where they didn't really recognize her either. So, well, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, she's an attractive lady, so. 
she does well in this movie. It's uh, it's I, I enjoyed it, I guess, for what it was, but I don't think I'm going to revisit it. Anytime no, soon. I will never yeah, watch this again. A lot of these A24 ever. movies, I will I'm probably, probably never, never watch again. Because when I watched them originally, I was like, this took a lot out of my psyche. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to get this out of the way. Like, for real. Ones. Like, I was like, eh. they're just so strange. Right. They're different. And, they're not for everybody. Yeah. But I'm going to say that none of the movies on this list are actually, to me, are bad movies. They are good movies being well-made movies. They're just not for everybody's tastes. Yeah. But I wouldn't consider them an act like bad filmmaking or anything. No. Oh, no. no I, 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 I will never that. critique like the work and stuff that went into this. And, you know, and if it's a film that they're proud of, you know, by all means, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Is it a film for me? Mm-hmm. No. But I'm not going to sit here and, like, bash their work yeah. you know but i i yes, it's just not personally a movie with movies for me sad. you know for me <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. that's all i gotta say yeah so. okay so we're moving on we're still in 2014 we got life after beth uh this one is by jeff baina and we have aubrey plaza dane dehan molly shannon john c Riley. it's about a young man's recently deceased girlfriend mysteriously returns from the dead but he slowly realizes she's not the way he remembers her. Now, I'm giving these little uh, explanations or these plots, uh, which are not my words. These are all from IMDb. So I'm going to give credit to IMDb for these. I actually enjoyed this movie. It's so, different. Yeah, I love the ending when she's wearing the stove on her back and she's like, they're going on the hike and she's like, uh, something like, she's like, it's beautiful or something. She like yells it really loud. I don't know if it's funny. And she's got her jazz music hanging around her neck. Keep mm-hmm. her calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's a good movie. Alon, did you watch this one? I did not. Oh, so you should. But good cast. Yeah, maybe it's dark yeah. comedy. <laughs> Who got around to it? More yeah. dark than comedy. <laughs> I didn't know eight twenty four. More dark yeah. than comedy. In this, but dark in this yeah, period of time. I, I, I knew this was one I wanted to revisit. So like, I tried to like when I was watching these movies, I tried to like order them not by year or anything, but like how like the ones I wanted to see the most. And at the time, Aubrey Plaza was famous for Parks and Recreation, so there's a lot of Parks and Rec. References here and there thrown in, uh, including Nick Offerman, who was the narrator of the Machu Picchu documentary that they were watching. Mm. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So, moving on, still in 2014, we get Tusk, directed by Kevin Smith. <laughs> uh, was uh, not his first uh, stab at horror. He did Red State before this, but before that he's just known as the, you know, the Viewisk universe in his movies. This one gets Justin Long, Haley Joel Osment, which I think is the first movie I've seen since Sixth Sense with that actor. Same. Uh, um, and Michael Parks and Johnny Depp. Well, no, he was. No, in, um, he was like a teacher, and I think bad teacher or two, something like that. What was that one? The movie he did with Jude Law, AI. I mean, but he was still a kid. I mean, I'm saying, okay, maybe in Sixth Sense. But it was after Sixth Sense. That's what I'm saying. Right. But he was uh, okay. I'm gonna rechange what I said. This is the first movie I've seen him as an adult. Yeah, no he, he was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was in Bad Teacher, and I think I saw oh, him in that. Geez. Well, this one is about an arrogant podcaster that gets more than he bargains for when he travels to Canada to interview a mysterious recluse who has a rather disturbing fondness for walruses. Uh, Guy Lepoint or Lepoint, just uh, kidding. Is played by I don't Johnny think Depp. He's in and, that movie. And uh, was kidding. originally offered to Tarantino. It turned down. I would have enjoyed to see Tarantino play that role too. But Johnny Depp was funny. It was interesting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice it was him at first. 
It has oh, a lot yeah. of heavy makeup and prosthetics. For me to be like, why does he? Yeah, I know I we've like, just oh, recently talked about this movie, but yeah, this movie is a little messed up. This movie freaked me Not like, ugh, like in a bad way, just ugh, Some like. gross things. It's it gross. Me like, the <laughs> yeah. Horrible way uh, to suffer. I wouldn't say die, but suffer. Uh, no. I mean, you might as Michael Parks gives an amazing well. performance as our recluse because he just oh, he, made it. he had creepy. an amazing performance in Red State. He was he the lead is in creepy that, so. guy. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> I enjoyed it, and it was it, better than it, its it follow-up. Like, Yoga hosers ugh. couldn't do that it, one. It, it took a lot of me mentally. I was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what he Fuck wants. That's what I, Kevin Smith it, wants. Yeah, it messes with you <laughs> for sure. Visions, visions of that. That skin suit. At the we end. are never traveling to Canada <laughs> to do an episode. Uh, not to like, not to a random mansion. If you guys do, millionaire, billionaire. Just know I'll be busy. Just bring weapons. I'll be busy. All right. I'll be busy. All right. Moving on. We're in 2016. We get the witch. Uh, directed by Robert Eggers. This Maybe one has the, 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 the bitch. <laughs> yes, they do use the two V's because at that time the letter W wasn't common. Common. So there. Comment. There you go. Comment. comment. Uh, no this comment. This one has Anya Taylor Joy and Ralph Innocent. It's about a family in 1630s New England that's torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Uh, this movie is very divided by the horror community. Uh, most would say that it is boring, it's slow, the yes. accents are distracting. I don't um, think that. I, I, I just I'm just reading different criticisms no, I know. that I've heard. Um I just agreed with most of that except for the accents. I, I Robert Eggers now has three movies under his belt and he is very good at in my opinion at making the films feel authentic to their time period yeah. so oh i definitely agree with that that's... what he's trying to do i mean it even goes all the way down to no studio lights are used in the movie it's all natural light that yeah. lit this movie so it's not for everybody but i i really liked it a lot it had a lot of creepy unsettling atmosphere I mean, in the movie yeah it's very bleak it's very gray there's no yeah. color uh very grim but the performances are great. It was believable in, in, from their performances. Obviously, the stuff that happens and it, it's whether you believe in that stuff or not. But, right. And, you know, Black Phillip is definitely one of the stars of the movie. The goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did uh-huh. you see uh, the Vavitch? I yeah. would never own Actually, a goat. Like this one? Mm-hmm. Pichot. Nice. That's why I like having you here. It's just quick, simple. Yep, I saw yep. it. It's good. <laughs> okay. It's usually, it's usually me. I'm like, yeah, 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 it was good. Okay, yeah, moving yeah, on. Yeah. It, was a, it was a movie. Yeah, I even gave this a second chance. So, yeah. And you know me. And I, I'll watch anything twice. So your, but your opinion stayed the same? Yes. That's fair. Yeah. I didn't even have to rewatch it because I had seen it multiple times mm. prior to the, this. kind of wish I would have saw it in theaters. I didn't see it until it hit video. Yeah. So, no, I, I enjoyed it. So. Cool. Deal mm-hmm. deal. It's good. It's good. Moving on. 2016, <laughs> we get Green Room, uh, directed by Jeremy <laughs> Saulnier, who also did Murder Party. This one gets Anton Yelkin, Imogene Poots, and Patrick Stewart. It's about a punk rock band that's forced to fight for survival after witnessing a murder at a neo-Nazi skinhead bar. Very good movie. Very great. <laughs> Very, yes. yeah. Messed up. 
and yeah, good performances. Yeah, I didn't get to rewatch this, but I remember it. It's one of the most gruesome movies I've seen. My second yeah. time. Where I was like, I had to hit the pause button because I was like, what the f*** <laughs> yeah. I just seen? You should, and you should watch Bone And you Tom thought, Hawk. what's his face was <laughs> oh, no, creepy. I've seen one. <laughs> that one is. That one is. <laughs> Yeah, this was, one? To me, this was right up there with that one. I was I like, think hell so. no. Russell Patrick Wilson. Uh, that's a good one. No. It's messed up. Uh, this is the second time I've seen Patrick Stewart in a villainous role, and he nails it. He's great. As a oh, yeah. And it's so crazy to see him pop up in a movie like this. Like, yes. Not a high, you know, highly touted I felt the same when, when I found out he played the, the voice of poop in the Emoji movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, Patrick? Um, because <laughs> he's just a you know, and he English he man. was so interested in this too, and I I applaud him for that because we got such a great character out of him. I mean, he's not a great person, but like it, it, no, he did yeah, the character no, really it. well. Uh, he actually said in an interview that it was so terrifying when he read the script that he locked up his house, turned down the security system, and poured himself a scotch. <laughs> he then uh, <laughs> knew he wanted to be part of it because a character is that character is so horrifying, and it would be an incredible challenge for him to make it. To make for a compelling movie. Well, so, he, nailed, he it. nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. A horrifying character, but so calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throughout. Methodical. That's the motherfuckers yeah. you got to watch yeah. out for. And that's kind of <laughs> how silent, he was. silent, but when deadly. When tones don't change. And that's kind of how he was in Conspiracy Theory, too. So when he played the villain <laughs> yes. in that. Yeah. Yes. Um, the actors really played their own songs because they're in a punk band. So they really played the songs. So that's mm-hmm. cool. I liked it. I, I didn't get to revisit this one either. I just mm-hmm. remember the first time I watched it, but I, I want to revisit yeah. I still Oh, want yeah, to for sure. It. So we're still in 2016. We get The Monster uh, from the director of The Strangers, Brian Bertino. We get Zoe Kazan, or Kazan, Ella Ballantine, and Scott Speedman. Some mother and daughter must confront a terrifying monster when their car breaks down on a deserted road. A story we've seen a bajillion times, but this one's just a little different. It feels a little different. I love the design of the monster. You yeah. You get to see oh, the monster. Yeah. Um, Mother's horrible. Yes. Horrible mom. She redeems herself, it's but a, she still is a horrible mother-daughter dynamic, and I just feel terrible for the daughter. But. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, bad relationship there. And I remember my buddy texting me, and he's like, ah, oh, what A24 movie? Because he knew we were I was we were prepping for this, and he was like, ah, oh, what A24 movie you watched? And I'm like, oh, just a wonderful family mother-daughter story. <laughs> <laughs> It was originally titled "There Are Monsters." Okay, I would have been fine with either title. Yeah, Did it, you see it's this one? not as bad as I, I was expecting it, it to be. I remember. I don't know. You said Scott Speedman. I was like, I don't think I watched. He's all of Scott not Speedman. in it that much. He's the uh, the husband, the ex husband, the dad, and he's like in one or two flashback scenes, and that's about it. I don't even remember that. Mm, fair. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, there. I, I swear yeah. it. I don't know. So but yeah, no, it, worth the watch. I like monster movies, and honestly, I, I wish I would have watched this before we did our monster episode or creature feature episode because oh, yeah. I would have included this thing in there. Uh, twenty seventeen, the black coat's daughter, which is interesting because I thought that was a newer movie, <laughs> and then I looked at the year when it came out. I was like, oh, it's twenty seventeen. I thought it yeah. came out like I remember when recently. this came out. I I watched it. Um, around that time because it was on Netflix mm, for okay. forever. I think it's still on Netflix. Well, this is directed by Oz Perkins, uh, Anthony's son from Psycho. Uh, he also did Gretel and Hansel. Uh, this one has Emma Roberts, uh, Kiernan Shipka, James Remar. It's two girls. And this is interesting. So like the, the this is the IMDb description because when you watch the movie, it's like 
yeah, totally it's about that, but totally it's like yeah. way more is going on. Right. But I guess, I mean, how can you really explain the plot without giving anything right. away? But this yeah. IMDb says it's two girls must battle an evil force when they get left behind at their boarding school over winter break. Yes, that does happen, but that's like, there's way more stuff yeah. going oh, yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like how they described it, because I was like, yeah. after I finished the movie, I was like, that's not even close to what happened. Like, what? Yeah. Well, that does happen-esque, but like, for, yeah. what, 10 minutes? Yeah. 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 But I did enjoy the way they told the story. It was interesting. This, that little girl creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> Oh yeah, I still yeah. have Even from I the still beginning, have haunting visions. Of she was questioning that that, boiler that room. Uh, priest uh-huh. about because he was like, "I'm going up to like Rhode Island or some shit." Yeah, she. And like, then she was just like, "How long will you be gone?" And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, hold on, bitch. hold on. You don't ask the questions. You just she, she got a little bit of an abandonment issue. Yeah, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then like as the movie progressed, I was like, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Good performances. Nah. Interesting story. Yes. It's told in three parts. So that's kind of what the structure is. It was originally titled February. I mean, well, the only reason because I mean, it all took place in February, but at the same neither time, neither title, neither title makes sense. Really, yeah, it's like for, barbarian. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. No, I enjoyed it. For what it was. Yeah, this is one of the best ones that I watched. Yeah. Yep. I'll probably be revisiting this one next Halloween. Yes, for next sure. Next time I want to watch some sure. spooky stuff. For sure. Um, so 2017, we get It Comes at Night. It's directed by Trey Edward Schultz. We get Joel Edgerton, Christopher Abbott, Riley Keough. Uh, it is about uh, securing a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorizes the world. A man has established a, teeny, a tenuous domestic order with his wife and son. Then a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge. This was a good tension builder movie to a okay ending. Mm. That's all I got to say about this one. Good I, performances, though. Joel I, Edgerton always brings his A game. He does stuff. This one. I know it it's been on Netflix night. forever. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was a video one because that yes, was a great uh, face expression <laughs> right there. The ending got wrenching. So it's just, it's just, it's, mm. it's just kind of sad, and messed up. But, but you know, like. It's realistic, I feel like. I was trying to think of the word, like, it's realistic to uh-huh. what probably would happen in that kind of yeah. scenario. Like, yeah. you know, I, I didn't realize it was, like, about sickness either. It, it's, it is one of those movies where the real monsters are people. Not yeah. what the actual threat in the plot is. But good performances. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you said, some gut-wrenching scenes and some good atmospherical tension as well. Uh, Stephen King actually wrote an original treatment for the for the movie, but swore the production company to secrecy because he wanted to go uncredited. So mm-hmm. that's cool. All right. Still in 2017, we get Woodshock. Uh, I wouldn't even consider Directors this Kate and Laura... Malivi, but it's on the list. Kirsten Dunst, Jack Cole, and Val Kilmer's son Jack is in the leads. It's a haunted young woman spirals in the wake of profound loss, torn between her fractured emotional state and the reality altered effects of a potent cannibal cannibalistic drug. Cannibalistic cannabis drug. 
people, just makes you want to eat people. Drug. Yes, no. Cannibalism. It's a drug movie. This is not a comedic Can- drug movie. Cannibal. This is not necessarily a Requiem for a Dream type drug movie. This is somewhere in the middle. I, like, okay. This is, I fast forwarded through this movie and still watched this movie. It had some interesting visuals for the low budget. Kirsten Dunst was fine. I have nothing against Kirsten Dunst as a person. Just her character was the way she played it, fine. That's all I can say. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but it was it was fine. Uh, it's one I won't revisit. I will um, never watch this again. But yes, no, it's not really a horror movie. It's more about... Well, I'll never fast forward through this again either. and loss. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of messed up, the whole... Why she's grieving and the loss that she has kind of a messed up part of the story, but yeah, it it's a movie. Did you see Did you see Woodshock? I did not. Oh, okay, I had to look at the title because the, the cover of the movie with the, yeah, with the, <laughs> yeah, with the font <laughs> yeah, it screwed me up because I was trying to see. I was like Woodstock. Oh nope, Woodshock. Oh, Woodshock. Okay, okay. It's a little shaken. Yeah, it was a little. Sh- yeah, <laughs> should be Woodshook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if a woodshook could shook wood. But this next one, <laughs> what, which shook, <laughs> which is still in 2017, I think is one of the best ones I've seen on this list, and that's the killing of a sacred deer. This is by uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, who also did movie. the favorite and the lobster. We get Colin Farrell, Nicole Kidman, Barry Keoghan, Conan. Co- he, he has there's so many different people, like different ways of pronouncing this kid's last name but uh it's about steven a charismatic surgeon who's forced to make an unthinkable sacrifice after his life starts to fall apart when the behavior of a teenage boy has taken that he has taken under his wing turns sinister um awkward movie very awkward great kid though yeah great so good this movie is his first uh, movies that kind (laughs) of got him to where he is now uh, this dude made me not like spaghetti for the day. <laughs> oh, I know. The way he said he was like, you know, well, yeah, at least he say, silver stones in there. I eat spaghetti mom, just like my dad used to. Yeah. I was like, what the? F-? Most awkward kid ever. I was like, bitch, Lee, like, why are you that is so uncomfortable. So good, yeah. He was really good. He, yeah. This, this was, of all the ones I watched, and the ones I watched was ones I had never seen. Mm-hmm. So I'm not talking about The Witch and right, right. Yeah. certain other ones. So all the ones I saw mm-hmm. were ones I had never seen. Out of the list that I had watched, this one was the one that made me question a lot of shit. Yeah. It's, well, this it's was like messed up. This is one of the like, best ones I was confused seen. for a while because I was like, well, what's making them sick? Why are they sick? Like, I yeah, don't it understand. Is, it is like, one of those where it's more of a... It, things happen, but it's not is it supernatural or not. They don't explain it. It's really yeah, more of a just a thought. It's a it's a it's yeah. like based on something. So it's they explain like the lighthouse kind of does that. The Green Knight does that. Yeah. Like it's it's metaphorical that or stuff that it's based on, but it's just shown physically. Yeah. Uh, basically, it could be explained by its title, which comes from the Greek myth of Iphigenia, daughter of King Agamemnon. 
which the latter kills a sacred deer belonging to the goddess Artemis. In the Greek myth that inspired the sacred deer, he is told to sacrifice Iphigenia to make things right. So that's the plot as well. So okay. just, you're throwing out a lot of big words. And yeah, I, 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 I got I, yeah. I had to like look up and make sure I, I did not mispronounce it. And the, the acting <laughs> in this movie is very monotone, but, mm-hmm. it, but, but it gets through. Like it's, it's not like monotone boring, monotone. but it's Even like it, it reminded me the of like... The sacrificial scene also yeah. was very... It reminded me of like a Wes Anderson movie, but like but very horror. Serious. But yeah, they, like uh, just the way that they talked. Yeah, like, da 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 da. You know, like if Wes I Anderson just, did direct a horror movie, it'd probably be it, similar. To yeah, this. The, it just the acting reminded me of that. Like mm-hmm. the daughter, especially. That's not a bad thing. Like, like a criticism. No, it's great. Uh, but we could talk about one of probably one of the most awkward sex scenes that we've seen in movies. Nicole Kidman. Oh yeah, just. Ready. I didn't understand what was happening. I'm right. Like, and I was just like, how come he's not taking his pants? That's just how he likes it. You know? You know like, Guess he so, is a you surgeon. Know, everybody's People a weirdo. People are under heavy but... anesthesia and they're just laying there. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but the kid. The kid was great. The kid, like, he everything I've seen him, oh, yeah. he, he kind of crushes everything I've yeah, seen Yeah, and he's him. got yes. that new movie coming out. Uh, Saltburn. Yes. Looks Sequel good. to Brightburn. I'm just kidding. Um, it's just a little saltier. Just a little saltier. <laughs> Less bright, more salt. <laughs> no, it actually looks kind of good. I'd watch it. <laughs> that was, was thank great. you. Thank you for laughing at that. It was great. I have some good it was great. I have good ones sometimes. Um, but no, everything I've seen that kid in, I've, I liked him. Like mm-hmm. he's, even if he's, he's playing a night. bad character, but like he does a good job. I yeah. think even he's gonna Eternals, be one of those he was my favorite Eternal. I never that seen that going forward. Like he's gonna have like that Leo DiCaprio, De Niro mm-hmm. kind of presence. Yeah, he's gonna do weird movies mm-hmm. and then real famous ones. And after watching this movie, I was like, I see why mm-hmm. Matt Reeves chose him. Yeah, to, to be the portray Joker, to be the deleted scenes Joker. Yes, <laughs> but I was like, <laughs> even he going might come forward, back. He might. Come I was back. like, even going forward, I'm in. Yeah. I don't want to see nobody. I don't know. And I recently saw him in the Banshees of Inna Sharon, and he was mm-hmm. really, really good in that yeah, too. Man. Yeah, and then he had uh, Nicole Kidman give him the hand job. <laughs> yeah, very erotic. I was like, <laughs> didn't need to That's, see this. I, mean, but, I don't even know why this but is we, necessary. But we saw it. Yeah. Now we. Now it's in our memory. And I'm like, forever. yeah, I know. I'm like, well, that's. Oh, there. I actually forgot. So, so like, thank that's you. There. Yeah. Well, fuck. Uh, <laughs> all right. Cool fun fact. All yeah. the heart surgery scenes were real. I didn't doubt it. I wouldn't but not really done by Colin Farrell. I, I would hope not. There'd be some he like was, legal a- you know, legality about that. In the but. scene. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So 2018. But we all recommend it. Killing a Sacred Deer. You want Highly. something oh, different? Yes, definitely. Uh, yes. I'm yeah. pretty sure I'm very awesome. this next year. Right? Oh, Spooky yeah. Season. Yeah. I'm probably because I still need to. I watch might watch his, it. It might his, take uh, a couple years, but I'd watch it again. Still need to watch his other movie, The Lobster, also with Colin Farrell. See, and oh, I and feel this like, this is the same feel as The Lobster too. Like The Lobster is kind of very satirical, yeah. like uh, monotony. Right. Yeah. And I feel like once I finally watch The Lobster, I'd be like, I need to watch Killing of the Sacred Deer again. So mm-hmm. I yeah, I actually enjoyed The Lobster. <laughs> That was on one of these lists too, as a A twenty four horror. Yeah, but it that's did not, not look like a horror at all, so no. I did not include that in this yeah. list. No, you can't be called the lobster and expect I mean, me. To it it is a, a weird. Uh, it can be horror weird. movie called Crab. People. Like a <laughs> weird society, you know, like 
but <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, 2018, we get Ari Aster's Hereditary. We get Tony Collette, Gabriel Byrne, Alex Wolf, Millie Shapiro. It's a grieving family is haunted by tragic and disturbing occurrences. The stuff that happened, like the plot structure of this movie, it's been done before. Mm-hmm. But this one was done very Ooh. cool, very well. Also, this very one bleak. Sticks grim. Sticks with you, gets this to one. you. This is not a movie that you will forget easily. This is the this, this movie is, yeah. was the knife that someone stabs you with and then turns to knife it slowly uh, to make you feel that pain. You keep this, feeling it. I've only seen this movie twice. It's, it's three it's, times. It's a, it's, and it's like, that's a, like, I need years apart. <laughs> yeah. I need years apart. I can't, I but can't. that's not a it's, criticism. Yeah. No, and that's how good it is because yeah. that's how well it sticks with it. Me. It was a couple years before we wa- I watched it again. Like, yes. just Josh and I, we set the projector up outside and we watched yeah, it outside. We watched it outside. Um, we we heard it, some, you know, up. weird noises and we're like looking around. And then, like, Spider-Man and I even movie. had like dreams about this movie, yeah, like nightmare dreams. And, that, and that's the first time the that's sun. ever happened because I've seen this, you know, that was my third time. So I didn't think to be affect, you know, I would be affected by it, but maybe watching it outside made it a little spookier. I don't know, but it also kind of suffered a poor marketing for the movie. It was at the time the highest grossing A twenty four movie uh, that did get broke uh, last year, but um, and this year. Well, okay, so it was the highest grossing A twenty four movie, and then another movie broke its record last year. But then this year, another horror movie broke. Right, it, as you, if you want to put it as highest grossing A twenty four horror, mm-hmm. but um, but the A twenty four just movie in general that broke the record was Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, the the marketing for this it made it seem like it was about a creepy the creepy daughter, mm-hmm. like she was the main focus. Yeah, and then and she's not that scene with her, and then you're like, oh no, shit, she, she's creepy. She's no, she's oh, creepy. she she's, is creepy. She's, she's not got... the main creepiness as the way the, the marketing was trying right. to push. But she has like she's got the sloth face, like from Goonies. Like hey, you guys, baby. No, I'm just being honest. That's I'm her actual honest. face. <laughs> All right, well, the 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 girl from Matilda. <laughs> Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesse's just, just, just out of this conversation. That's what but, I'm um, just saying. I'm just saying. But that decapitated, that, that scene, the party scene, will always be burned into our memories. The party scene? The scene where... Well, the, the aftermath. Oh, the party, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, party, yeah. The, the scene where he was slamming his face into the, yes, the desk. That, that oh, part yeah. Well. The first time like, I watched this movie and I saw that, I hit pause. I said, what? Yeah. And he actually, <laughs> I was like, what yeah. is going you know, on here? He actually wanted to break his nose for real, too, well, during okay, that scene. But job. his request was declined. Uh, so the desk was uh, foam on top, and but it was hard on the bottom. So when he actually <laughs> did it, he just, instead of breaking his nose, he dislocated his jaw. <laughs> I guess Still it's sounds trade. painful, right. no matter yeah, yeah, yeah. what. Like, well, uh, I mean, the, disloc- the, the jaw thing was not intentional. Right, yeah, happened. no, I know. <laughs> but that famous scene... And because this movie came out, you know, a while ago, uh, it's a decapitation scene. And it was inspired by an actual event that happened in Georgia in 2004. A young man and his friend drove home very drunk after a party. The friend had to vomit, stuck his head out the window. The driver swerved and his friend's head was decapitated off a pole. The driver was so drunk, he didn't even notice his friend's head was gone and continued to drive home, parked in his parents' driveway and went inside and went to sleep, leaving his friend in the car. 
I can't even fucking imagine. Right. He like, was drunk. That drunk. The leakage. Like. In the. <laughs> the yeah, but leakage? like, can you imagine yeah, like leakage. waking up the next day and finding your friend dead or like knowing that or you killed your sister you on like, the hey, way home? Exactly. Like, Tony Collette played oh. that so well. I'm going to take a special note and say Tony Collette was uh, snubbed at the Oscars for the performance she gave in this movie, but the Oscars don't really recognize horror as okay. Okay. movies. Um,. Unless you're, unless you're Misery or Silence of the Lambs or The Exorcist. Oh, come on. But, uh, That's fucking bullshit. But she was amazing. She was the best uh, best acting in the movie. Oh, yeah. The, down. Yep. Uh, oh, the, no, the, the head the banging the on the attic door. Yep. Mm. spider man on the ceiling. I don't know why that freaks me out. I was like, watching no, 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 Oh, and then, Completely yeah, I, at first, I didn't notice her. I had to rewind. That's why they, like, because, made the like, light turn a little yeah. bit to reveal more. Because, like, I didn't notice her at first. But yeah, ugh, this movie will get to you. This movie's creepy, and th- and that doesn't happen a lot for movies for me. But so good, it yeah, so, so good. Also, though. a divided so, yeah. movie in the horror community. Yeah, actually, all these movies are divided by uh, the general audience. So, like I said, A twenty four, I I appreciate it for what they do, and mm-hmm. I love that the company gives these directors mostly creative freedom to tell the story they want to tell and not be tied down by rules and MPA ratings and things like that that Hollywood other Hollywood studios have. So I I am I fully support this company and I hope they keep going. Um but not everybody's gonna agree with any of the opinions we have on these movies. So nah, never know. The next one, we're still in 2018, is one that I didn't even like I knew it was an A twenty four movie, but if you told me that if you didn't tell me it was one or I didn't know and I watched it, I wouldn't think it is. And that's Slice. Um, this gives Chance the Rapper uh, the starring role in this one with Zazie Beetz, Paul Shear, and Chris Parnell. Interesting side characters. And this is more of a comedy, one of the more funnier ones yeah. on the list. Uh, when a poli- when a pizza delivery driver is murdered <laughs> a on the job. When a police officer. When a police officer. That's like a, like a ton say. of movies. But this is a pizza <laughs> delivery driver. He's murdered on the job. It's a police officer who delivers pizza. Searches for someone to blame. <laughs> Ghosts? Drug dealers? A disgraced werewolf? Who knows? But I like the... This movie would be better it as a series. It had a lot series. of promise, yeah. This would have been better it, as a series. It just like seemed really promising because like it, it was an interesting concept you yeah. know like of all like everyone knowing about each mm-hmm. other and like interliving and i'm a fan of that those kind of stories yeah. where they're they ex- they fully are aware of and somewhat accept the, the fact that there are supernatural beings just living among humans yeah but as i said it would it would have probably been better as a show which is kind of funny because it actually did start as a pilot for a show and that explains why there's so many cuts to black in the movie because it was for commercials okay so that was the original intention and i think they should have kept going with that and just made it a series yeah oh yeah i agree but it was funny there's some funny moments in it did you watch yeah. that one yeah i really enjoyed it. Uh, it wasn't my favorite but like it's to me when i watched it probably it because i just watched the sacred deer and all this shit <laughs> yeah. i was like it was nice so it was a good relief yeah yeah for sure because i don't know how much more of my mental gonna that's yeah. true because i actually i think i started this with killing of sacred deer that was yeah, the first I was one like, i watched yeah, so. i was like i needed to change of pace and this one was i enjoyed what it was yeah so if, if you it watch was, if it was of... a show i agree with you i would love that show i'd watch yeah. that mm-hmm. show oh for yeah. sure i would too but even for the movie that it was i was like i enjoyed it like, so our, and, yeah our final note on this is that if you watch a bunch of weird and twisted A24 movies that have your feelings a little 
awkward and just not feeling well, check out Slice. Yeah. It'll it'll balance it right yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, watch Slice. Yeah. All right, 2019, we got The Hole in the Ground. This is from Lee Cronin, who gave us Evil Dead Rise this year. This one has Sienna Kerslake, James Quinn Markey. It's a single mother living in the Irish countryside with her son and begin to expect suspect that he may not be her son at all and fears his increasingly disturbing behavior is linked to a mysterious sinkhole in the forest behind her house. Mm-hmm. No. You I got stuff to do, say? I don't see do the creepy head kids. Okay. I don't like creepy kids. Um, I but did, we liked recording our creepy kids. Right, yeah, right, we did that yeah. About him. But still, creepy kids but this and kid dolls mm-hmm. are just scary to me. Uh, so, I mean, this movie wasn't the worst. Um, You're gonna hear that a lot, folks. I know. Would I watch it again? Probably not. I'll watch it again. I'd probably, probably watch it, it again. But. Yeah. I do give a lot of props to that mom, though, because uh, I don't feel like a lot of people uh, would go back in and try to get their kid out of there. So I'm one of those. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yes. She played yeah. a mom. Yeah. She, mm-hmm. she was a good mom. Sorry. She'd be like, goodbye, we'll have another. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Had a good run. Yeah. I'm not going to no pitch black forest in the middle of the night. Right, a giant sinkhole. which you don't even know for sure no. that's your son because right. the ending was like uh, when she took a picture. You know, it's just kind of like left it open to interpretation. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, nah, nah. So, I don't know. And I love my kids, but you know, I'm also gonna be honest with them. Yeah. I'm like, you wander off into a fort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You fall into a sinkhole. That's. <laughs> No. <laughs> that's not, yeah. you know hey it is what it is I'm not but that's out. how you raise them no I raise my kids to not go into a forest mm-hmm. in the middle okay. of the night possess or not if you possess I'd be like well you do better with yourself don't get possessed <laughs> parenting 101 by Green. you know it's as easy as that <laughs> you know I, I didn't win 38 years I ain't get possessed <laughs> to do what I do Right, just be me. Right, just be like me. Just be like me. Be very mediocre in all aspects. And don't of life. go in a fucking hole in the ground. Right. Okay, just just avoid. You should that. speak to go to a, kid, a school and speak to a kindergarten class. I'm telling class. you, man, because the way these kids being taught now, <laughs> terrible, terrible. All right, we're moving on. We're still in 2019. We at Climax, uh, directed by Gaspar Noé. Uh, very controversial director. He's known for making extremely controversial films that are definitely divided. Definitely not for everybody. What? I was saying no to Gibson oh. bothering This one has Sophia Vitella. She goes right to me. Yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, you did it last And his man. little puppy dog eyes. Right. He's so, like, Sophia, brush your toy. different colors. And I was yeah. like, hey, I got it. Sophia Vitella was also... Hey, hey. <laughs> Don't make me lock you in a room, man. Go lay down. Go on. Go on. Go lay down. Okay. Oh, I feel bad. I'm sorry. Uh, Climax has uh, Sophia Butella in it. We know her from uh, The Mummy with Tom Cruise. She played The Mummy. And she was also that uh, villain in Kingsman that had the blade legs. Uh, she was the only mm-hmm. recognizable face in this one. It's a French film. Uh, it's about French dancers that gather in a remote, empty school building to rehearse for a wintry night. Uh, on a wintry night, the all-night celebration morphs into a hallucinatory nightmare when they learn their sangria is laced with LSD. Yeah, this movie, yeah, it's LSD the movie. It's a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is an ultimate trip. I just started it, 
Yeah, it didn't. I didn't finish it. Look good to me. I, I finished it. Wasn't it wasn't a movie I, I was yeah. interested in watching. It's I think disturbing. I wanted. To, I wanted to it is quite it, disturbing. But it was like two clicks. We were doing the. They're, they're, yeah. they're professional French dancers in the movie, so the dancing choreography is actually really good um, for what it is. It's all one continuous shot in the very beginning. Um, and it was really cool how they did that and everything. And But it gets twisted, you know, because they're just tripping out. And, and the thing is, like, yes, they're all tripping on LSD, but they're all having a... Well, maybe a couple of them are having a good trip because they're all in the background going, ooh-wee, just dancing to themselves. Mm. But the majority of the, the, ca- the characters are having a bad trip, and it's going bad, and it's violence yeah, ensues, and things happen. Fun and to me. It's, it's a trip. Mm. Uh, um... But like I said, Gaspar Noé has uh, he's a very controversial director. All of his movies are controversial. Um, and he has a rep for that. And he once said in an interview that he doesn't even give a damn about what the viewers think about his movies. He never thinks of an audience when he's making the film. The focus is always his own enjoyment making yeah, the movie. That's and the that's the way to go. Yeah. And that's all of his movies. Man, cool. Go fuck yourself. I'll <laughs> <laughs> make what I want to make. All right. Still in 2019. There's a lot in 2019. This is Ari Aster's follow-up, Midsommar. We get Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, Will Poulter. It's a small group of friends that travel to northern Europe to visit rural hometowns, fabled Swedish and Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Hell no. <laughs> First it of all, is... I would never vil- visit a little village like this. Never. That's where my hell no came from. <laughs> Disneyland yeah. has hell a place no. like that. Hell no. <laughs> no. Hell no. Um, first time I watched this, uh, uh, second time I, I enjoyed it a little more and, and I no. gave it a better chance. But, I've only um, seen it once. And that was I, enough for me. I will never watch it again, I probably. No. Oh, I will. But... I'm still hunting for the director's cut. It's 20 minutes longer. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes that they cut out in the theatrical cut that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. That just make no sense because okay. it just cuts. See, maybe to that. I'd watch and that. Okay. I but unfortunately, it's only region two right now. The releases oh. for it, you'd have to get a region free player, which are not very expensive on Amazon. Mm. It's it's in my cart. Um, <laughs> I added it to my cart. Uh, I don't know when I'll get it, but I, I do want to see it. And it's I did like this cart. movie. Uh, I like that it's a horror movie that takes place all mostly in the daytime. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Florence Pugh was great. Uh, it was really my first introduction to her. I know she was in Fighting for My Family before this, but like Never this one that. put her on the map to me. And I was like, wow, she's freaking amazing. I mean, Ari Aster does know how to get good performances out of people, so I'll give him that. Um, yeah, this is very divided, too, as well. But I, there's a lot of stuff in it that I did enjoy. And when it got gory, it got gory. Yeah, that cliff scene. Oof. Mm. When it was actually, when the film was released in Sweden, many Swedish critics praised the film as an excellent black comedy. <laughs> they would think that was uh, yeah. a comedy most of the Swedish dialogue was purposely not subtitled to create the sense of isolation for the audience and despite taking place mostly in the sunlight it actually doesn't even contain one shot of the sun there is no sun there but no I enjoyed it well, still in 2019 two mores in 2019 we get The Lighthouse Robert Eggers second feature after The Vavitch we get Willem Dafoe Robert Pattinson as two lighthouse keepers that try to maintain their sanity while living in a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s I've talked extensively about this before this is 
probably my number one favorite um, A24 movie in general. Uh, love the hell out of it. Not for everybody. No. Alan? Alan? I enjoyed it. Hmm? Not my favorite. But I like both actors. Um, I think I've only seen it twice. I own it, but I've only mm-hmm. seen it twice. But it, yeah, it's, it's one of those movies, to me, I put it on a level of um, like Hereditary, where it's just like, I, I, don't, I don't need to see it hmm. every single year. But, you know, occasionally, like, oh. There's a lot of scenes I like to rewatch because they have them on YouTube. Just uh, Defoe's amazing speech um, when he's yelling at, at Winslow and never blinks. It's just wide-eyed the whole time, never blinks once. That scene is pretty mesmerizing and, yeah. and terrifying at the same time. And then uh, Pattinson's... <laughs> rant at the end about how much he hates uh, his farts. I, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Very funny. This movie cemented Pattinson as a good actor to me. Like I you know, I only knew him from like Harry Potter and Twilight and like there's other movies that he was in but I'd never watched him. So this was like the first one I watched with him in the lead and I'm like and this was around the time he was getting rumored to play Batman and I'm like, oh yeah. I can't wait to see him as Batman mm-hmm. <laughs> after watching this movie. So Jesse, anything? Um, I didn't get to rewatch this, but mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it the first time. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. It's I... not her favorite, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Last one in 2019, In Fabric. This is uh, from director Peter Strickland. We get Marianne Jean Baptiste. Strange. Yeah, it's a haunting ghost story set against the backdrop of a busy winter sales period in a department store and follows the life of a cursed dress as it passes from person to person with devastating consequences. Almost feels like a Twilight Zone episode. Uh, I feel like the description was very promising, <laughs> um, but the movie was but like... Cursed dress. Yeah. And there was scenes of the dress floating above the bed ready yeah. to be... Spread curses. No, I'm just and kidding. didn't it try to suffocate the girlfriend or something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I give this movie 100% credit for being different. Oh, for original. sure. Um, well, I mean, cursed objects, hunting people. Like, that's not original. But the way they did it in this one. It was just, yeah. This was the weirdest one in the whole list that I've watched. And yeah. And I feel like I need to revisit this. Not anytime soon, but I do need to revisit this to give it a better watch. Because it was something I wasn't expecting. But now that I kind of know what was going on, I can pay more attention to it. I don't think I'll ever watch this again. That's fair. But... And, Alon, you haven't watched this one, correct? I did not get to watch mm-hmm. this one, though. All right. Jumping up to 2021 was St. Maud. Uh, this is directed by Rose Glass. We get Morphid Clark, Marcus Hutton. It's a pious nurse becomes dangerously dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. This movie is disturbing. Yeah, the dying patient looks like Meryl Streep. She does. Like, mm-hmm. very close. Like, I had to look it up. She looks like A24's Meryl Streep. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's not her. It just looks like her. Very close. Doppelganger. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie, you know, uh, goes along with the theme of uh, being strange. Yes. Yes. That ending, though. That ending will stick with you a little bit. Yeah. It did to me. I actually forgot about it until I just now read my notes. And I'm like, damn it, it's back again. <laughs> it was originally supposed to have a more explicit backstory, but it was later removed because it was too much like Carrie. And you can see Carrie elements in this yeah, movie. Yeah, for but sure. But there's no, like, powers per se. It's yeah. just, she's very, she she's very uh, into her beliefs. It's a disturbing movie. 
I probably won't need to watch this one again, but I Mm -hmm. thought it was done well for what it was. For sure. All right. So 2021, we're still in. There's a few in this year. Uh, False Positive, which was the last one I watched uh, for the list. This is directed by John Lee, who gave us Broad City. And... That explains it. Okay. Ilana Glazer, Justin Thoreau, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, interesting to see Pierce Brosnan when he pops up and stuff yeah, this like this. Yeah, messed up too. Uh, as if getting pregnant weren't complicated enough, Lucy sets out to uncover the unsettling truth about her fertility doctor, played by Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. <laughs> this is messed up. Yeah, except I, I couldn't... The, the lead actress, Ilana, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's from Broad City. Right. And uh, I just feel like I couldn't take her serious. I mean, not that she did a bad job, okay? It's understandable because I'm assuming Broad City is more comedic. Yeah, I just feel like comedy is more her element. Um, But, you know, good for her to try something new and and get out there. And maybe she needs to do more dramatic stuff. to. And I'm not saying her performance was terrible. It's just... um, I don't know. It was hard to get past, I guess. It's like when Jim Carrey did serious roles for the first time or when Adam Sandler did Punch Drunk Love, which was his first serious role. So it's it's hard to kind of separate yeah. the comedian to a dramatic actor. But like and those nothing, other two, maybe... There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. No, I, not I, at all. That's just comparing. Yeah. Did you see this one? No. This one was on Hulu, I believe. Um, yeah. There's some messed up stuff in it for yeah, sure, especially the that ending. ending. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was messed up, but I also was giggling at it too. I I couldn't help well, it. I had to giggle. It's like at one of those things where like, like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like they went there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. But. <laughs> All right. This next one is definitely not really a horror movie, but I guess sorta. It has horrific elements, and it's Lamb. Uh, Vladimir Johansson directs this one. We get Numi Rapace in the lead. It's about a childless couple that discovers a mysterious newborn on their farm in Iceland. And no, it's really not really a horror movie, I guess. It's more of like one of those... What is it called? Like it's a... Don't mess with nature. Like it has a message basically of saying don't mess with nature because it'll mess back with... Mess back... Mess you back. Yeah, but they didn't really, like, mess with nature. That's the thing. Well, they, it's not like well, they went in a lab and made this no, creature. No, 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 not that. Except, okay. Not that. It was more about taking it as their own when it's not theirs. Oh, okay. From the biological But what are they going to do with it? Just let the sheep raise it? Well, let the biological parents. That's why Ram Man comes back at Yeah, the end, but Ram, so. where was Ram Man when this baby was born? So I'm just saying, like, out, be grateful that these he, people took care of your kid. He probably was out gathering wood and food. But I will admit, when I first saw that baby be born, that wife, like, they were both so happy. And if I, I was that wife, You're I would look at my husband. husband and I'd be like, the fuck? Because the lamb child has the head of a lamb and the arm of a lamb. The rest is human. Yeah, like they didn't even think twice about it. They didn't like they didn't yeah, even they didn't, think that. Think, oh, maybe the husband well, had relations with the sheep. Because that's what I was. I would think. And at the time, their marriage was kind of on the rocks because they had a daughter that died. Um, yeah, and that is so. Sad. It kind of distanced. Like they had some distance between them. But after finding but this one, um, I still would have some. It side became eye, their though, new daughter, just... and even gave her the name of their daughter. Um, 
But, I, you know, for the low budget, I thought it was made well. I thought the effects for the lamb child were actually really, really good. Um, oh, yeah. Was, he, they were cute. Yeah. It's it. Uh, I like looking at like the the background and the scenery, even though it's bleak. <laughs> I mean, anything with Numi Rapace in it, I will watch. Mm-hmm. She's good. Yeah, loved her since Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this was going to be in a, a foreign language, though. That yep. was not that it that bothers me. Um, it was just a surprise. Surprise me. Same. Because it was released here in the states, and mm-hmm. I didn't see too much of it, and it went against uh, the new. The last Bond movie, No Time to Die. And it's actually the highest grossing film in Icelandic history as of oh, okay. 2021. Cool. Good for them. And all the uh, the sheep birthing. That was real. A24 likes to put a lot of real Keep it real. Stuff. They keep, keep it, it real. real. So we get some real <laughs> sheep birthing in there that actually Numi Rapace did herself. Okay. Interesting. So better than having Colin Farrell really perform heart surgery and killing of a sacred deer we get. Mm-hmm. Knew me doing the sheep birthing. So if you're interested in some realistic sheep birthing, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, there's some good stuff in this. Um, the uncle character and like how he reacts to it is how anybody would react oh, to it for, for sure. He's sure. the audience. He'd but then like, after a while, it's like I love. I mean, that he was as you should uncle. react that way, right? You know. <laughs> but there are some. Some scandalous things going on between him and the the wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, that's Lamb. So we're getting to 2022. We have X. Ty West directed this one. We get Mia Goth, Jenny Ortega, Brittany Snow, Kid Cudi, and Martin Henderson. In 1979, a group of young filmmakers set out to make an adult film in rural Texas. But when their reclusive elderly hosts catch them in the act, the cast find themselves fighting for their lives. I love this movie. Me too. 70s. Did you watch this one? Yep. What'd you think? Loved it. Yeah. One of the creepiest shits I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Creepy, creepy old couple. Old lady Pearl, Pearl also Ooh. played by Mia Goth in the movie. Yeah. I didn't know that until after I watched yeah. the movie. I'm like, oh shit. Creepy, creepy, creepy old <laughs> lady. Sucking on the bed, getting those old man thrusts. <laughs> I think it was the first thing I've seen Jenny Ortega in. Um, and then like when the Wednesday show came out, I was thinking back, why do I know her? Oh yeah, she was an ex. <laughs> Oh, so she was in Dexter. I never watched that. Pretty sure it was Dexter. Um, And she was also in that uh, In the Middle, which was a kid's show that my nieces loved. So never watched that either. So I do. Um, Or no, it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't Dexter. It was You. Oh. The show You. you. She was in. Yeah, that was it. I've heard of it. I knew it was some serial killer-y show. I don't know. Anytime I bring this movie up, I... We'll always think of my buddy Chris because when he watched it and he was just making fun of it, he likes to poke fun of things like we're Mystery Science Theater or something. So anytime Kid Cudi is in a scene, which um, I didn't recognize at first, um, he will he'll say something. So there's a scene where Kid Cudi gets uh, gets stabbed or whatever, and then he'll be like Kid Cudi, more like Kid Bloody. <laughs> and then there's a scene where Kid Cudi's naked, and he's like Kid Cudi, more like Kid. Putty. <laughs> so well, I'm always gonna think I of that. Thanks, hope Chris. Not in yeah, that ruin the movie. Particular scene. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's funny. But no, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. yeah, I liked it. It's good. So 2022, still we get Men, directed by Alex Garland, who gave us Annihilation, 
as has Jesse Buckley and Rory Kinnear in the leads. It's a young woman that goes on a solo vacation to an English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. Yes, that does happen, but much, many, many more things also happen in this movie as well. I like this one. It was weird. It was twisted. It was strange. Uh, Rory Kinnear was great as all the male characters in How this movie, she, except like, is for it the me husband. Or does she not notice that all of the men were him? This is another <laughs> one of those movies about symbolism. But it's definitely a misogynist uh, film as well. Or feminist. I mean, it's both. It's everything. It's gonna, it's gonna, uh, you know, it's gonna make someone mad. <laughs> so, this movie. Yeah, it just irritated me, I guess, because, you know, just like one of those things, like, no one believes her. Everyone's making her feel bad for what happened to her, and it's not her fault. No, it's not. Um,. Yeah, so this movie, it's got a lot of symbolism. Um, it's what I wrote. Is, so what I found, like the symbolism of the dandelions are significant because dandelions re- reproduce asexually through a process um, called parthenogenesis, which means that all dandelions are clones of an initial specimen, which is a clue to the nature of the men in the village. Um, yeah, the, the birthing at the end. Uh, that, that was mm. unsuspected and what? awesome. At the same <laughs> I was time. like, that, ew. That, that yeah, I was like, Ooh, stop. Yeah. Was Even though the little kid, his <laughs> little kid version had him, like. Uh, so uncomfortable. That, that was the only part that, that took me out a little bit, but I still enjoyed it. Is like, he does play all the men in the movie, but he even plays the little kid, but they had to CGI his face onto the mm-hmm. little kid and is very noticeable. Yo, for which, sure. You know, it's fine. Um, the film is full of allusions to original sin, the idea that every person carries on the transgression committed by Adam and Eve when Eve ate the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. And she did the same in the beginning. I was supposed to eat from that tree. Mm. He even said that. <laughs> he did. But I, I did like this movie. Um, it was, I think, on my top ten last year. <laughs> Just because it was so different. It was, I'd probably it was watch it again, honestly. Um... This movie features the Green Man, which is an ancient ancient Brit- British fertility god. It's pagan symbolism for life, death, seasons growing, dying, and rebirth. Hence the rebirth scene. Uh, he's a pagan symbol who heralds spring after a long winter and the renewal of lush vegetation. If you notice, the song that they kept playing had her name in it. Yeah. The tunnel scene? That was a creepy yeah. scene. That just, tunnel scene. Yeah, just that song that they play throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Is, I'm pretty sure it says her name. So many things, I heard it. So many things but. in this movie called men. That was a big jump. All right, so 2022, yeah. we're still in. This is Bodies, 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 directed by Helena Regin. Uh, we get Maria Bakalova, Pete Davidson, who's been popping up in like everything. Lynn Lee Pace, and this is a group of rich 20-somethings that plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion. The party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing, fake friends, and one party gone very, very wrong. I think the best part of this movie is the ending. It makes up for it, because the whole time you're so mad at these characters, but at the same time, this is how some 20-something Twitter-esque people would act if something messed up like this happened. And it's Gen so they do a good job. Like they, uh, you know, they are very quick to point the finger at things. <laughs> yeah, 
and, and they're actually being uh, fake friends. Um, there's some hilarious stuff because some of the dialogue in this cracked me up. It was it was that girl that has her own podcast. That oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's something she said that just made me laugh like out loud. I'm pretty sure my neighbor's like, "What are you watching?" Mm-hmm. And uh, it was because. What happens is, like, it knocks the power out. They're playing the bodies, bodies, bodies game, uh, which is, you know, going around, hiding in the dark, and trying to find the killer, and it's, uh, like, a hide-and-seek type of game. And actual bodies start turning up, so they actually are trying to find out who's doing it, and they think it's this new guy that the girl I'm talking about is dating that's not really friends with a lot of them. He's just there at the party, and they think it's him, and they're, like interrogating her and questioning her how long have you known this guy and she's like like a really long time like that's her her line a a really long time like two weeks (laughs) maybe laugh so hard Um, i mean maybe to her that's her longest relationship she's ever had but uh i thought it was gonna be really annoyingly bad but yeah once you get to the ending i'm like okay that's hilarious. Yeah. That makes the movie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Usually, like, an ending in horror movies, most of the time, it's like, ah, I kind of ruined the movie. This one made the movie better by that <laughs> ending. Because I'm like, of course that's what happened. <laughs> so check it out. I recommend it. Same to you. You haven't seen that one, did you? No. Okay. Feel free to chime in. Don't let me take over this whole... Well, I do so. Can't chime in on stuff I you could say like I-, I wanted to see that I don't want to lie to the listener <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair okay. I am not a liar right I'm so only two more uh, three more left on this list uh, we are my thing is slow we are still in 2022 this is the prequel to X this is called Pearl we get Ty West back in the directing chair. Actually, he directed this and X at the exact same time and just decided to separate them. Uh, Mia Goth is back as the young version of Pearl. We get David Sweat in there, who's going to be our new Superman, Superman Legacy. And this takes place in 1918. It's a young woman on the brink of madness, pursues stardom in a desperate attempt to escape the drudgery, isolation, and lovelessness of life on her parents' farm. Uh, yeah, that home life would suck. <laughs> for uh, yeah. sure I could see why she kind of I mean I don't agree with her but I could see why she does you things. can tell she's a little psycho little psycho <laughs> uh, they uh-huh. the tone of this movie is like if Wizard of Oz uh, like without the Oz well a little bit of the Oz element yeah. it was more of a horror movie yeah. so it's very Judy Garland-esque horror um, I was trying to explain it to people. Like, it's different from X. Completely different from X in tone. X is more like Texas Chainsaw, 70s style horror. This mm-hmm. is like the 50s horror, even though it's yeah. 1918. Yeah. You watched this one? It's a different feel, yeah. too. Did you like this one? Yeah, I like both of them. Mm-hmm. Which one did you like better? I know they're completely different, but... Probably Pearl... But just because it was the backstory mm-hmm. and seeing like where she came from and all the fucked up shit yeah. that she went through. And I was like, oh, okay. But then there were scenes I was just like, oh, you a crazy bitch. <laughs> Especially oh, you, like the auditions oh, you, and things. You just going to ride a scarecrow like Oh, yeah, that? the scarecrow. <laughs> With the top hat on? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I said, hell. I was like, <laughs> gotta have the top hat. When, when that scene happened, I paused and I, I, I don't know if I texted you or I thought about texting you. And I was like, what the fuck is this? What is this That's middle what is. of the cornfield? She don't care. Mm-hmm. She's a horny little bitch. Yeah, she didn't give a shit. You saw her home life. I mean, I mean, I get it, but I was like, <laughs> What else is there to do in 1918? I mean, I guess just bang the guy at the movie theater? Place? Yeah. Like, why would you wait to do this? <laughs> but I guess if you that mess, you know, if you got all of it, you know, whatever, mentally, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Then you get mad at it after you. I was like, oh, okay. It was originally filmed in black and white. Uh, but A24 didn't like that, so they made it with extremely vivid colors instead. And I think it works. It's like Technicolor. Mm-hmm. But I probably would have I would accepted have loved to see the black, black and white version. Yeah, for yeah, sure. really so, what it felt like was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, no, I, I liked it. Uh, we are getting a third uh, in this series. Maxine, which takes place I'm in the 80s. I'm excited about that. I am too. Anything in the 80s, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for it. Is that about one of the characters from the previous the it's, first one? It's about, the, yeah, it's about her, her character in X. But it's in the 80s. Because, you know, she survives. Sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. She moves, dun, dun, she moves to, like, Hollywood or New York City or something like that. And, yeah. Uh, Hollywood, yeah, to be be an actress. Uh, no, I enjoyed Pearl. It was it was totally different. I wasn't expecting it because I, was, I just came from seeing X. And I'm like, oh, all right. Is it going to be like X? Not really. Nope. But I didn't hate it because of that. No. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Pearl. Jesse, nothing. Okay, Burr. not her favorite, but not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so final two, and that is this year in 2023. First one is Bo is Afraid, which is Ari Aster's third movie. We get Joaquin Phoenix, Amy Ryan, Nathan Lane. Following the sudden death of his mother, a mild-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic Kafka-esque odyssey back home. Uh. Not really a horror movie, but it definitely has horrific elements uh, sprinkled throughout. The performance is phenomenal. Joaquin Phoenix just... He plays such a weird dude, but he knocks it out of the park. <laughs> uh, it I call this Anxiety the Movie. If you guys do suffer from anxiety, like some heavy anxiety here and there, this movie will either be relatable or it will just increase your anxiety. Stress <laughs> like, me out the whole time. Like his character is so anxious that this movie basically shows like the physical representation of his anxiety yeah. to move the story along. So it's not necessarily happening in the real world, but that's how he is living his life with an overbearing mother. Um, I really wanted to see this. It's a long one, though. You do feel it, though. Yeah. It's uh, definitely like a two and a half, almost three hour movie. Um, it's The film is an expression of how protectiveness can curdle into cruelty. Bo has lived in fear all of his life. It takes an audience on a journey where the hero's anxiety and schizophrenia is constantly manifesting itself on screen. It's a representation of paranoia, guilt-ridden, obsessive-compulsive disorder. And Phoenix, we know he's a method actor, so there are scenes where he does injure himself. So he, uh, there's uh, parts where he's limping in the movie. And to get that, Phoenix had sharpened pins installed in his bandaged hand, because he had a bandaged hand, uh, to poke him painfully when he used it oh to get that real reaction. And to also simulate the torso industries, he had paper binding clips clamped to his stomach to help facilitate a realistic limp. 
dedicated to his craft, this guy. Okay, okay, okay. This is a good movie. After I watched it, I was like, what the hell did I just watch? Did I like this movie? I, I didn't have an actual, like, answer if I liked or didn't like this yeah. movie. And then I thought about it after a while. It took a couple weeks to think about it. I haven't revisited it. I want to someday later. It's on my top five of the year for sure. I mean, I thought about it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I really great. wanted to it's see just, it. I can't, but I can't say it's like so good because everybody's going to take it differently. Mm-hmm. And a lot might think it's boring and stupid and never want to mm, see so it again. What? But it was so freaking original out of everything that's come out this year. Except for maybe Infinity Pool. That one's pretty messed up. All right. So we are on to our, and you didn't see that one either. No, no. Okay. Playing on it. So we're on to our last one of 2023, which is now the highest grossing A24 horror movie, and that is Talk To Me, uh, directed by Danny and Michael Philippou. We get Ari McCarthy, Sophie, Sophie Wilde, Sonny Johnson. It's when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. So yes, another plot structure of a cursed object uh, going wrong, but almost as a metaphor uh, for drugs, you know, because all, all the kids are doing it and they're addicted to doing it. I kind of, in I know it's also divided as well. Horror is always divided. I didn't love this movie, mm-hmm. if that's what you were thinking, but I did like it. But I didn't love it, but I yeah, liked Yeah, honestly, I thought um, that you would really like this, honestly. It's because I like the Green Knight. Maybe yeah. I know mm-hmm. you. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's fine. Everybody's different. Um, Curious what the, Alan the, the, thought of this movie. The main actress was great. This is the first movie I've ever seen her. This is her first starring role. I, yeah. I like her. I want to see more of her. It has stuff that has been told a thousand times before, but there's a couple of scenes in it for me that are worth it. Oh, yeah. Like that some kid, of the spirits. That yeah. kid smashing oh, yeah. his face. Yeah. Another A24 movie involving people who smash their face. Yes. But that one, I think, was a little better than the hereditary oh, face smash scene. See, I took my niece to see I this put in them theaters. On the same level. Like, it it's a little more graphic in this one. And we were Did laughing. Yeah. Yeah. We were laughing um, uncomfortably at, at, the, at the humping and the, the dog licking the scene. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's very uncomfortable. We're like, oh my god, what are we watching? <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was banned in Kuwait for casting a transgender person. But like I said, it was. Uh, we'll get to Alan here in a second. Here, it is the highest grossing A twenty four film, uh, horror film, beating Hereditary because it was a, a four point five million dollar budget and grossed over forty. Wait, who was the mm-hmm. transition? Transgender person. Uh, the, the person Zoe Tarakis the that, that had the hand. Yeah. That hosted the parties. Yeah. The short. Uh, yeah. And, you know, this is a movie that doesn't give you everything on a silver platter, doesn't explain everything, and I'm fine with that. There mm-hmm. is another one coming that these directors were making while they were making this one. Yes. I'm wondering if they're going to call it Talk to Me with, like, the number two instead mm-hmm. of T.O. I don't yeah. know. Talk to me again. <laughs> it would be a good me. opportunity. <laughs> like too fast, too furious. <laughs> okay, Alon, give us your give us your rundown of talk to me. We pretty much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The toe sucking scene. 
Yeah. <laughs> like when I watched well, it, I was know. like, it's just yeah, stuff that she's it, going it through that nobody believes her. I know. Mentally, for me, for me, mentally, <laughs> it took me back to some hereditary scenes you know like yeah. feeling wise i was like uh-uh like the face slamming i was like mm, yeah fuck, here we go oh yeah yeah brutal but yeah no we enjoyed it for what it was it was spooky season yeah i'd probably watch it again i'll probably rewatch it but next, yeah but, af- season, but, but again after that probably not yeah so i enjoyed it yeah i find i was glad i finally got to watch it and it was funny because we did this <laughs> originally before i got to watch oh uh, okay yeah, so now yeah, I'm yeah. Like, oh hey yeah now you know i'm like oh but yeah that um the i did like how like when they you know because conjuring spirits it's done in so many movies but i did like when their faces would like they have the spirits in them and then it comes yeah, out of them. Like, I, I kind like, of enjoyed that transition. I enjoy it, but I'm just like, this is why you don't mess with that shit, yo. <laughs> but it's what all the cool but, kids are doing. In no, I know, but like, cool kids. It, it just, kids. It just baffled drugs. me they that this kids. is all over social media. So how did like authorities and all of that shit well, not know, today, or parents I guess, I guess not today, know about this? Well, Maybe the parents don't care. Well, because they're maybe the parents. The, the kids, uh, maybe the parents are aware. The and cool just kids yeah. hiding it. There's I don't know. Maybe crack. they know more than they than they're shown than we're shown. But that was my only nitpick with the movie. Is like there's that big scene in the house with the the little brother and that epic face slamming. Oh, yeah. um, and then yeah. the cops come because bad stuff happens. You got to take the kid to the hospital. But like all of them had phones. They were all recording it all, right? Yeah. And the cops like. Didn't confiscate any phones, didn't watch any footage, and the cops were basically useless in this movie. But yeah. maybe that also gives a me lot a lot of cops a suggestion that maybe the cops they don't care and they yeah. already knew about it or something. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the sequel will explain some things. Who who knows? I don't know. Awkward silence. Um dun, dun, just thinking dun. of Nicole Kim and ready. Uh, God. <laughs> So that was it. That's uh, the list for A24 Horror. There's some more A24 movies coming. I'm, I Like I said, I'm a fan of this company. Uh, one of them that's coming, or two of them that I know of are coming that have uh, little teasers and trailers for. The first one is the Iron Claw, uh, which is about the Von Erich wrestling family. And it's got Zac Efron and um, oh, yeah, Lip yeah, yeah, yeah. from okay. Shameless. Mm-hmm. And that looks great. That looks really good. That story is tragic as hell if you read about it, that family. I'm excited for that. And then uh, Nick Cage is joining A24 in Dream Scenario. Very excited for that as well. I'm excited about that for sure. I I will share my top five A24 list because it took a minute to scroll and find it. Now, I haven't seen every A24 movie ever. So if people are like, why don't you put this one on there? Well, I probably haven't seen it. Number one, Lighthouse. Number two, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Number three, the documentary Val. Uh, Number four, Free Fire. And number five, The Disaster Artist. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> so everybody had fun watching A24 horror movies. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Yeah. I, I, I got through I, I got sick of them real fast, honestly. I'm I get it. It's a, it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. to handle. It's not In a short period of time, watch. it's a, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. Yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, I, I watched I sleep at it all. Was I, like, I watched like 20 well, movies. Huh, I was like... And, and you know what? Like, That's what we're doing for our next episode. But this one's a little easier to yeah. do. Except for a few that I haven't seen. Sure. I'm not going to reveal what our next episode oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. but I am very 
uh, excited and happy to do this one. Thanksgiving is coming up, and it's uh, the time of year to give thanks. And I thank this next episode's subject, (laughs) per se, (laughs) without spoiling anything. (laughs) Any final thoughts, Alon? Yeah, let's not revisit the A24 thing for like another year or two. I'm still going to mention A24 movies here and there that I'm going to watch. Horror movies. Let me refine it. Horror stuff. Unless I watch ones that I no, just A24 in general. No, Mm. I like A24. Like everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm -hmm. I'm just horror movies. Yeah, we got other. I'm just not going to binge watch them again for at least a year. Twenty-five. Yeah, that's fine. We can revamp it. Fair enough. But I, I I need it. Maybe we'll do Neon next. (laughs) That company. It's very similar. Mm. No. (laughs) Or Magnet. I like that company. All right, well, it was great to get this episode out, and hopefully everybody enjoys it. Until next time, see you at the movies. Bye. Taint. <laughs>